Welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. Here's a sneak peek into what we're going to cover in this week's episode of the Echo Tips Podcast. Let's see if you can answer this one. Mm. What funny looking fox eats mostly bugs? Red fox? The answer is bat-eared foxes. It was fun chatting about animals. Whenever you're ready to keep exploring, just say, Alexa, let's explore animals. Okay, so there we go. That's the trigger phrase, let's explore animals. That's the Here's a lion roar. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. It's good to have you all with us. As you could tell from our prelude today... We're going to be living in the future. That's right. Some of those very features that were announced in September by Amazon involving large language models, also known as LLMs, generative AI, uh, and some of those cool features are now coming to our very own Echoes and Echo near you. And in particular, this first rollout that we're seeing kind of some primitive developments with is connected with kids and parents using the Amazon Kids plus service and this feature in particular we're going to be delving into to today and demonstrating is called explore with alexa where those large language models are coming uh, to the a lady near you for your kids and we're going to talk about what's involved with that how that makes our a lady smarter how uh, it will be more engaging for the kids what kind of safety and privacy and Uh, Things like that have been taken into account. What's it drawing on as its resources? And all sorts of questions connected with that. But first off, I'd like to welcome you. If this is your very first listening to the podcast, it's a pleasure to have you with us. My name is David Ward. I'm your host. I'm an assistive technology instructor with the New Vision program at Goodwill, here based in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Southwest Virginia. And recording this from uh, my home studio, so it's a it's a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, in particular, uh, between you and our returning listeners who've been listening for a while, we have well over a hundred and eighteen thousand listens to our some past five seasons of episodes, and now we're in our sixth season. So it's good to have you all with us. At the tail end of the podcast, we'll mention some ways you can reach out to us, find out what some of our past episodes have been about, and how you can delve into that, and give us feedback about future things, or maybe you even dem- you, you're in a beta test trying some of these new things we heard about in the September announcements. But before we go too far, we're going to go to a brief message about our podcast, and then We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys and also made possible in part by a grant from the Virginia Board for the Blind and Vision Impaired. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving Central, Southwest, and Southside Virginia. 
Goodwill's mission is to empower individuals, strengthen families, and inspire communities. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Well, hello, hello again. So this is pretty exciting, new cutting edge things that we heard about in uh, the announcements in September about large language models, generative AI, a conversational A-lady, and things like that. Now, now that actually reminds me, I am probably going to fall into the trap of saying the A-lady name, the full name, L-E-X-A, here in just a moment. And of course, we're going to be doing a demonstration with the kids' features, uh, the Amazon Kids Plus features in particular set up here in the Echo I'm using in the studio. So first off, if you do have an echo and hearing distance in my voice, it would probably be the time to take a minute. You can pause the podcast and come back and, you know, just uh, mute its ears and that way I'm not tripping your echo at home. And uh, and uh, that would probably be good. Now, now, if you're listening to this on an Echo, generally you'll be okay, and it probably won't uh, trip your Echo if I say the A-Lady name. So just give everybody a second to do that. So uh, as is the case with those announcements, the demos, and just them talking about it in general, they said the A-Lady name an awful lot. And I'm going to say it right now, so I better shut my Echo's ears off, follow my own advice. So there we go. I shut its ears off. So this feature we're going to demonstrate here is called explore with Alexa and it's specifically trained on some very specific models uh, connected with uh, children it's for children we'll talk about some of the safeguards and privacy issues next but first off this large language model isn't like data mining the whole internet to avoid it uh, making mistakes, drawing on inappropriate materials or just falsehoods, things that aren't true, or causing it to hallucinate, which is where it kind of like reinvents or creates an idea. It's locked in on a very specific set of data. Now it's drawing uh, for this primitive layout rollout that we're going to demonstrate here just in a second. It's connected with animals, wildlife, and nature. So it's drawing on the World Wildlife uh, Fund's uh, database of information about animals and something also called the A to Z or A-Z animals information. So I'm not too sure I haven't looked into that, where that material is coming from. Now in the future, the engineers that have talked in a number of articles, now this is cutting edge stuff, guys, because it looks like a whole bunch of the tech press came out from under embargo just like a day ago or so, like on Wednesday, uh, maybe like the uh, somewhere here the week of the twenty, uh, the twenty third here, like the twenty fourth or twenty fifth, they came out from un- under embargo. So TechCrunch has a piece. We'll list that in the um, in the show notes and uh, probably at least one other thing. The TechCrunch piece wasn't very good because it didn't it didn't delineate. At least I couldn't tell. Uh, maybe I missed it, that this is actually locked to the paid service, something we were worried about uh, in a way, but something that we knew was coming probably is uh, because of the the large expense of these uh, large language models is this is locked to the paid service for kids, which is known as Amazon Kids Plus. So that's uh, $4, I think, at 99 cents per month for Amazon Prime users. And if you're not a Prime user, it's like $7, I think, at 99 cents. Feel free to check those figures. And often 
Uh, that may vary from region to region that's here in the United States. And uh, I think often if you pay for like a, an annual, like you pay a whole lump sum annually, you often get a discount as well. So the engineers and whatnot who were interviewed by TechCrunch, I think PC Mag had an article, and some of the other articles were much more helpful because it specifically said it was the Amazon Plus service. Some of the engineers on this project said, well, what they're hoping to do with kids, uh, this feature is expanded out to things connected with maybe with space, music, uh, video games, all sorts of things that kids are really into, art and things like that so that they can... Uh, you know, uh, allow her to have this more conversational style uh, with kids. Now, I, I feel like I'm just rambling on, so I don't want to go on too long here. Let's go straight to the demo. So here I have Amazon Kids Plus set up on my Echo. Now, because the rollout I was imagining happened at the same time the embargo came up, which in other words, Amazon is just rolling this out this week, um, probably around the 24th or 25th. Uh, that probably means it may be flaky or a staggered rollout. And so I had problems originally trying to use it and it wouldn't seem to work. And maybe that was just unique to me. I don't know. Uh, but it finally does seem to like be working. So, uh, the invocation that we can say is, uh, uh, we can, uh, oh, well, that's not open Amazon kids. That's something else, but we can say, uh, Hey lady, uh, tell me an animal fact, uh, now that's one of the unique things about this is supposedly if kids are interacting with their echo, they're asking how fast does a cheetah run, how, uh, how what does a lion roar sound like, certain things connected with animals and wildlife will trigger hopefully the uh, A-Lady to go into this more conversational mode where she'll talk to the kids and say, hey, did you know, blah, 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 or uh, how fast do you think, uh, blah, blah, blah. And and she can ask questions of the kids back. And, and this is kind of a learning model uh, that helps kids, you know, the question-answer format for kids to to pick up on facts, be more engaged. Uh, teachers often find when they deal with a question-answer kind of format or back and forth, it helps kids learn things quicker. Okay, so uh, ask an animal fact. Uh, I gave you that one. Um, uh, what does a lion roar sound like? I'm just looking here through my notes here. Uh, these things can kind of theoretically... Now, I haven't had any of these successfully work really yet. Uh, so I'm a little, little worried about that. We, we'll try them though, just to see. Uh, but, uh, anywho, and I also have the, uh, a lady set to one of the kids voices, the dragons, uh, voice. So we got that set up as well. Okay. So let's give this a try. <laughs> We're at the cutting edge here, guys. So may or may not work. Let's give it a try. Alexa, let's explore animals. Amazing. I think you'll find this fun. Mm. Horned lizards have the craziest horns. They use their biggest horn like a helmet to protect their head. Mm. They also have smaller horns over their eyes and all around their face to look tough so predators won't want to eat them. Those are some wacky lizard horns. Want to discover more? Yes. Fantastic. Sneaky lizards. During hot summer days, horned lizards love to play hide-and-seek. In the morning, they scamper around sandy deserts looking for yummy ants to eat. <laughs> but when the afternoon sun beats down, they slither under pointy rocks and camouflage themselves in the soft sand. Huh. These tricky lizards blend into the landscape to avoid being spotted by hungry predators looking for lunch. 
Let's see if you can answer this one. Mm. What funny-looking fox eats mostly bugs? Red fox? The answer is bat-eared foxes. Mm. The bat-eared fox is the only fox in the world that eats mostly insects. Mm. They use their big ears to hear tasty bugs underground. Their extra teeth help them munch up all those crunchy bugs. I think this next fact is really interesting. There is no official population estimate for bat-eared foxes, but the population is currently stable with little concern for extinction. Hmm. However, climate change, rising temperatures, and drought could drastically affect the bat-eared fox population. Want to discover more? Yes. That's great. The elephant trunk is an all-around incredible instrument. Thanks to the large concentration of muscles and nerves, it is the main means through which the elephant interacts with the world, breathing, smelling, drinking, communication, and grabbing objects. Hmm. Let's see if you can answer this one. What four-legged animal carries its baby inside its tummy for almost a whole year before it's born? Donkey? The answer is horse. The horse. A baby horse is called a foal. It grows inside its mama horse for 11 months before it comes out. Mm. When it's first born, it's, it's a called pregnancy. a foal. A baby girl All horse right, is called it. a filly. Alexa, a baby boy. Stop. It was fun chatting about animals. Whenever you're ready to keep <laughs> exploring, just say, Alexa, let's explore animals. Okay, so there we go. That's the trigger phrase. Let's explore animals. That's the core fundamental one. Like I said, I think they're doing a somewhat soft rollout. Uh, the embargo has been lifted, so they're currently obviously rolling it out, and it took a while for me to get it working properly on my Echo. Half the time it would say, sorry, that's not available, or you haven't finished setting up your kid's uh, account or whatever. Now, I'm doing this on a brand new Echo Dot uh, uh, so that, you know, so anyhow, I don't know if that makes a difference, but, uh, and who knows, maybe with the new Echo Show 8, uh, with the, um, where it's using audio acoustics and it's using the camera to look at the kid or whatever, uh, where it can tell that, you know, the kid's looking at them and back and forth, maybe that will give them more conversational clues. Um, but as you could tell, it's coming back, it's asking questions now, <coughs> excuse me, now in a lot of ways. I don't, you know, think that was terribly staggering, you know, but you got to think it was doing a lot. It was doing that all stuff on the fly, generating that content and uh, from the resources that it was pulling from and creating that kind of question answer format. Now, let, let's try one more other thing. Let's see. Uh, what could we see? Uh, what does a lion sound like? Uh, yeah, well, let's, let's try that. Alexa. What does a lion's roar sound like? Here's a lion roar. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, I was afraid of that. See, uh, see, I don't think this is the full rollout because some of these things are supposed to sometimes trigger an extended conversation. Let's try this one. Alexa, how fast can a cheetah run? A cheetah can reach speeds of around 75 miles per hour, 120 kilometers per hour, but only in short bursts. Mm, okay, get my words out. 
uh, that would help. Now, before I change this over to the dragon's voice, it did sound like, and I think uh, this was brought out in some of the articles, uh, the A-Lady's inflection and timing, and it did sound a lot more personable and a lot more... Um, it just it just sounded a lot better. I feel like so. I don't know if that's psychosomatic, or if I'm if I'm generally getting that vibe. But uh, it felt like the content was read with a lot of feeling. Although this dragon this dragon voice uh, thing does a pretty good job for kids too. I think so, and it has that really kind of fun flavor to it. Okay, so let's go down into the nitty gritty. So I already told you where the LLM is pulling its content from, uh, but what about the safety guardrails, privacy concerns, things like that? So one of the neat things about the uh, guardrails they've built in is that one, it's limited to those databases. So it's not drawing from any other resources. It's from trustworthy resources. Secondly, Amazon is trying to review the content both using humans and AI. So like the type of responses it would get and um, to make sure it's not pulling any kind of, you know, saying anything inappropriate. It's also using its own like, adversarial you could say kind of AI I think to go against that you know and try and see you know could it get prompt something uh, but you know it's just from those databases so it's pretty it's kind of pretty limited um, and they're of course using humans in the loop as well of course they go out of their way to say you know it is generating this stuff pretty much on the fly tens of thousands of possible responses for kids so you know it's not like it can vet every single thing with a human being but uh, so that is a pot you know you know, um, it doesn't, uh, now, well, this is a neat point, the feedback. So in other words, your kid is interacting with it and giving its answers back. That feedback is not feeding back into the AI model. So it's not like uh, kids by accident or intent could poison the data pool. It's, you know, not going to be informed by that. Uh, and as far as privacy goes, it pretty much treats this the same way it treats everything, which is, uh, it, it falls in the same privacy category. So as a parent, you could go in and you'll see what your kid has been asking or doing on the Echo. And you could either see whether that's appropriate, not appropriate, has it been, you know, and you can clear that out. Uh, the same kind of privacy guidelines would apply as always. So pretty much. So that's, that's kind of cool. But I do like the fact that the data isn't feeding back into the model uh, at this time. So that, the, you know, you, you know, they're kind of playing it safe with that. Excuse me. So that's basically uh, it. Um, it's pretty cool. It's just rolling out. Like I said, it doesn't feel like we're getting the full flavor yet. You know, like if I ask it animal questions like the Roaring Lion, it isn't going into full on um, back and forth with me yet. But I think those things are, like I said, it's a staggered kind of rollout. So we might see more of this as it goes. But this is a little peek at what will potentially be coming uh, to, uh, you know, just the adult version of the Echo uh, here in the near future. And most importantly, in this TechCrunch article and some of these other articles from PC Magazine, the engineers did explicitly say that more or less we plan on seeing this rollout these large language models to everybody's Echo, or at least to those uh, Echoes that are probably enrolled uh, in this program here uh, before the end of the year. So we should be able to probably interact with this generally, just not as children or parents with the Amazon Kids Plus package as well. Now that kind of sums that all up. 
There you go. So anyhow, if you have any thoughts or suggestions for a future episode, uh, parents or otherwise, please, by all means, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys. And you can email us at info at Goodwill uh, <laughs> get the name right, info at goodwillvalleys with an S dot com. Now, either case, please earmark the message, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or an email, and just say, uh, hey, you know, I'm trying to contact Dave of the Echo Tips podcast. I had a question, or could he talk about this in a future episode? Just put that there in the subject line of the email, or put a notation of it in the Facebook or Twitter post, and uh, that way that it'll get directed to me. Well, it is that time again uh, to uh, turn the ears of your echo back on, start practicing some of the many, many things that you've learned. I'm David Ward for the New Vision Program, and we do thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave. Let me tell you a bit more. Let me put on my official sounding voice. Ahem. Ahem. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys and also made possible in part by a grant from the Virginia Board for the Blind and Vision Impaired. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving Central, Southwest, and Southside Virginia. Goodwill's mission is to empower individuals, strengthen families, and inspire communities. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Phew! Thanks for listening! <laughs>